Hey, friends. This episode is sponsored by Mood Plus, a company with a unique and ancient solution to modern stress. Some fascinating studies have happened in recent years that have shown the impact of beneficial microorganisms on mental health, specifically a bacteria called Mycobacterium vaccae. Basically, these microorganisms interact with our immune system and promote mental well-being as well as resilience to stress and anxiety. Normally, we would be exposed to this bacteria through contact with soil and mud. That's how our ancestors did it. But as society has grown and we've better understood disease, our efforts to combat the bad microbes have also reduced our contact with the good microbes. This is where Mood Plus comes on the scene, because they are on a mission to harness the natural power of these microorganisms in order to enhance health and well-being. If you're looking for a natural, research-backed way to impact your mental well-being and boost your mood, then give Mood Plus a try. The company is called Mood Plus, but it's spelled M-U-D with an umlaut over the U. So listen close for the website because I'm going to spell it all out for you. Visit mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for a 15% discount. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and I want to help you Live with more clarity, confidence, and purpose so you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach. And this podcast is the place you want to tune into to learn how to have it all and live your abundant, loving life. Because if you are tired of feeling stuck, and you're looking for a path towards more clarity, confidence, and purpose, then my friend, you are in the right place. New episodes of the podcast are published every single month, and if you are new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking out the time to hang out with me and the rest of those listening, and I encourage you to go back and listen to the full catalog. I have been producing and publishing this show consistently since 2016, and have covered hundreds of different topics. So there is bound to be an episode that addresses whatever it is that you feel like you are stuck on and working on right now in your life. One quick thing before we get into the episode, please hit subscribe on whatever app or podcast player you are using to listen to this to right now. Hitting subscribe is an awesome thing you can do. It supports me, it supports the show, it helps other people to find the podcast. And if you want to leave a rating or review, you can do that as well. The best place to do it is over on Apple Podcasts. That's where most people are listening to podcasts from these days. So go leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you have some feedback for me directly, let's say you want to suggest a topic for me to discuss on an episode, 
or you want to tell me what you love about the show or what you hate about the show, or you just want to say what's up, you can always reach me directly at my email address, which is matthew at matthewbivins.com. All those messages come to me and I reply to each one of them personally. Today's episode is all about being a leader versus being a follower and whether or not one of those roles is more ideal than the other. I'm sure right now you have an idea in your head about which is quote unquote best and which one you want to avoid. And I think I might stir that up a little bit in this episode today. We might we might get you thinking about being a leader and follower in different ways. So it's going to be an absolutely awesome conversation. And I want to do things in a way that I haven't done in a long time. I want to talk about magic before we jump into the conversation today, because a while ago, well, I'll, I'll, I'll back that up. I have had many different um, iterations of this podcast since it published in 2016. I've changed a lot in those six years, and this podcast has changed a lot in those six years. So for you new listeners, when you go back and listen to the early, early episodes, you're going to hear different music. You're going to hear a different format. You know, everything still has the essence of having it all and exploring what living your abundant, loving life looks like. It's just the packaging is a little different. And so for a number of years, every episode I would kick off with magic and listener love before getting into the topic. And today I just felt inspired to do that. I've got some wonderful magic that I want to share with you. And it's part of, you know, my life that I have shared across over the years in this podcast. So this magic is very relevant to that. And what magic is, if you're sitting there scratching your head, like, what is this magic thing that Matthew's talking about? Well, magic or magical moments are when you influence yourself, others, and life in an empowering way. It's when you go out and you create something or you do something for yourself, for somebody else, or just in general, doing something to better the world, better life, that is loving and empowering and healthy and uplifting. And a simple, simple example of magic would be if you wake up in the morning and normally the first thing you drink is a soda, but then you said, you know what, I'm going to drink some water first. That's you influencing yourself in an empowering way. And so the reason why I like to talk about magic and had done that for many years in the podcast is because when you are able to recognize how you influence self, others in life in an empowering way, you begin to really see and understand that you are the creator of your life. You are the one who is creating these magical things that you're going out and experiencing. And you have the ability to create more. It's a muscle. When you start growing that muscle, that magic muscle, not only do you recognize it more, but then you become more intentional and proactive in going out and creating more magical moments. So I'm going to share a piece of magic today. And then when I'm complete, I recommend that you hit pause on the episode and you reflect on one piece of magic that you have inspired and influenced over the last 24 hours. So my magic is that yesterday, Sarah and I went to an ultrasound appointment because we are at 20 weeks of this pregnancy and we are doing only one ultrasound. Um, this was the anatomy scan. And so it was the first and only time that we're gonna see little baby Bivens before they are born in November. And 
that whole experience was incredibly, incredibly magical. And if you remember, you know, Sarah and I had started our conception journey over two years ago, and it took us two years uh, to get pregnant. So we were, you know, intending it and working at it for two years before we actually got pregnant. And so now here we are, 20 weeks into the pregnancy, which is the halfway point. And it's just really wild to think that we're halfway through this pregnancy that, you know, we spent a couple of years holding space for. And so this time around, you know, we're, we're doing another home birth. Our first daughter, Maya, was born at home. And so we're doing another home birth. And we wanted to have even less um, medical things in this pregnancy than the first one. So we opted to go with only one ultrasound. And so the 20-week anatomy scan is the one ultrasound that we're doing. Um, and so again, we had it yesterday and it really was like this first time of being able to see the baby and see the outline of their face and see their body and their limbs and their hands and their feet. It was so incredible. It was so incredible. And we are not going to learn the gender of this baby until they're born. <clears throat> so we, we told the tech, you know, listen, when we get down to where we could potentially see some parts, you tell us to turn away because we don't want to know. So that was fun as well. It was kind of like this, this, little, um, this little thing knowing that this woman knows exactly what the gender of the baby is, but we don't. It was kind of like this fun little, little mystery. Hey friends, this episode is sponsored by Mood Plus, a company with a unique and ancient solution to modern stress. Some fascinating studies have happened in recent years that have shown the impact of beneficial microorganisms on mental health specifically a bacteria called Mycobacterium vaccae. Basically, these microorganisms interact with our immune system and promote mental well-being as well as resilience to stress and anxiety. Normally, we would be exposed to this bacteria through contact with soil and mud. That's how our ancestors did it. But as society has grown and we've better understood disease, our efforts to combat the bad microbes have also reduced our contact with the good microbes. This is where Mood Plus comes on the scene because they are on a mission to harness the natural power of these microorganisms in order to enhance health and well-being. If you're looking for a natural, research-backed way to impact your mental well-being and boost your mood, then give Mood Plus a try. The company is called Mood Plus, but it's spelled M-U-D with an umlaut over the U. So listen close for the website because I'm going to spell it all out for you. Visit mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for a 15% discount. Hey friends, this episode is sponsored by Factor, my go-to source for delicious and ready-to-eat meals. I love the work that I do, and I can find myself following an idea or a project for hours at a time, and then realize that I haven't eaten in a while. It's in those moments that I'm so grateful for Factor. First off, their meals are fresh, chef-crafted, and ready to eat, which means I don't have to spend time prepping, cooking, and cleaning up. I just get to enjoy the food. Second, since there are over 35 different meal options each week, I never get bored. I can choose from Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, and more which is great because Sarah and I have very different tastes and now we don't have to compromise as much in the kitchen. 
And then there are the add-ons, which include things like pancakes, smoothies, and more. Basically, Factor has you covered through the entire day. Overall, we have found so much value in Factor. And if you're like us, then Factor might be the perfect solution for you if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash havingitall50 and use code havingitall50 to get 50% off. Again, that's code havingitall50 at factormeals.com slash havingitall50 to get 50% off. And, you know, the, the appointment was just overall a really beautiful experience. We got to see baby moving all over the place. This baby was wiggling everywhere. And it just was, it was so incredible. It was so incredible. So for me, as the husband and, and you know, person who's not pregnant, it made the pregnancy even more real for me. And I experienced that with Maya as well. You know, seeing the line on the stick was, was one dose of reality. Um, hearing the heartbeat was another dose of reality. Seeing baby in the ultrasound, this is an even another dose. So it's just everything is like really cementing and um, I'm just taking it all in. I'm taking it all in. So it's, it's magical. It's this beautiful process of life. I'm so grateful and appreciative that we have the opportunity to experience it again. You know, it's a blessing. It really is a blessing. Um, one is a blessing and two is a double blessing. So I'm just very grateful, very humbled, um, and always working on being very present because, you know, the pregnancy is a, is a beautiful experience and it's going by quick. We're halfway done. So that is my magic. That entire experience yesterday is my magic. And now I, I give you opportunity. I, you know, welcome you to hit pause and just reflect on one piece of magic from your life. What's something big or small that you've helped to influence? They all matter. Big magic, small magic, it all, it all matters. So take the opportunity now to reflect on your magic. And then I also want to do some listener love today. That was something that I used to do in the past as well. And I have two really quick listener love shout outs. The first one goes to LaBelle. LaBelle, thank you for checking out the podcast. You were recently introduced to the show by someone else. And I appreciate you taking that time to just listen and give it a shot. And then reach out to me. That's an amazing move to reach out. So thank you, LaBelle, for doing that. And Stephanie J, thank you for reaching out and for listening to the Hero's Journey episode. I'm glad that you got a lot from that episode. And um, I think it's fantastic, again, that you were inspired to type my, my email address in there and compose an email and hit send. That's a wonderful thing. So thanks to both of you for just taking the time to connect and um, you know really digest what was shared in the episodes that you listen to. And I love the fact that you are so willing to look at your life and look at yourselves and ask, you know, how can I have it all? What, what do I need to do? Who do I need to become to really feel like I'm living my most abundant, loving life? That's what this podcast is all about. So I'm really inspired and happy that each of you are in that inquiry for yourselves. So thank you. If you listening right now, if you want to listen, reach out to me as well, send me an email again. My email address is matthewmatthewbivens.com. I love receiving your emails, your shout outs, your ideas, your feedback, all of it. Shoot me an email and I will definitely reply. All right, let's get into today's main conversation. We're talking about being a leader 
versus being a follower. And if you've done any personal development work or if you've Googled or YouTube searched anything having to do with self-care and personal development, I'm sure you've been bombarded with so many things about leadership. They might be sick of it, talking about how you gotta be this this certain type of leader and take charge and bash life in the face and you know all that stuff. There's so many, I don't know about you, but I get served up with so many like extra alpha dudes and all their their uh, testosterone egoness shouting about how you're supposed to do things and what you're supposed to do. So I love introducing different angles on the conversation of of being a leader and being a follower. And um, I want to give a shout out real quick to the Your Day Balance Game and specifically my coach, Mr. Day Adioba, the founder of the Your Day Balance Game. Um, and I want to shout him out because he was the one who brought this conversation up. Um, we have a, a Saturday run, a community run that we do every single Saturday. And after the run, we circle up and we stretch and we have an empowering, you know, conscious transformation conversation. And so on this past Saturday's run, he brought the topic of, you know, what's the distinction between being a leader and a follower and where do you lead and where do you follow? And it, it sparked off a really, really cool conversation. Um, and so I just want to give Day a shout out. I appreciate him for for always thinking about these things and thinking about the dance between masculine and feminine and how it plays out in our lives in different areas because that's what this is about. You know, I've talked about health in this podcast as physical, emotional, spiritual, mental, social. And there's a dance between those energies, masculine, feminine, yin, yang, you know, the different polarities. There's a dance between those things. And so what Day brought forward was looking at that social wheel, your social self, and the dance between the masculine and the feminine in the social looks like the dance between being a follower and being a leader. So shout out to you, Day. And I want to kick off this conversation with a couple of quotes, because again, I think it illustrates these big topics of leading and following. The first quote is from Douglas MacArthur, and he was a general in World War II. Um, great leader, considered to be one of the most brilliant leaders during World War II. And his quote says, a true leader has the confidence to stand alone, the courage to make tough decisions, and the compassion to listen to the needs of others. He does not set out to be a leader, but becomes one by the equality of his actions and the integrity of his intent. So when you think of leadership, you might be thinking of something like that, right? There's a lot of quotes on leadership about that are similar to this you know a leader can stand alone a leader can make their own decisions you know a leader has compassion and listens to others and you know takes in the feedback from other people and then moves decisively that's what i think of when i think of being a leader traditionally and that's typically what i hear when the conversation of you need to be a leader is brought up it's like you need to do more of those things This next quote comes from Aristotle. And Aristotle, as you might know or or have probably heard in the past, um, he's one of the best known philosophers who's ever lived. And Aristotle made very significant contributions to um, the sciences and to different, different areas, including biology, including ethics, logic, and psychology. And the quote from Aristotle that I want to share is, He who cannot be a good follower 
cannot be a good leader. Again, he who cannot be a good follower cannot be a good leader. So the question I'm posing right now to you all is, is it better to be a leader or a follower? For me, for the purpose of this conversation today, I'm putting out there that you need to have both. You need to be a strong leader in life and you need to learn how to be a strong follower. And that it's the dance between those two that you want to strive for and you want to really examine for yourself. And so by the end of this conversation today, you're gonna be asking yourself, what is the dance in my life between being a leader and a follower? And how effective am I in each one of those roles? If I lean more towards being a leader, am I actually being an effective, powerful, strong leader? If I lean towards being a follower, how am I showing up as a follower? These are the questions that you want to be asking yourself. So what is it, what does it mean to be a leader? Like what is a leader? Clearly a leader is someone who leads, right? Somebody who inspires passion and action in other people. Somebody who leads by their examples. Somebody who has a vision and moves towards realizing that vision. Those are the things that we think about commonly when we think of who a leader is. Some of those traits of a leader is that they're action-oriented, they're decision-makers, they're proactive, right? They, they take a proactive stance on things and they, they, they take action, they make things happen. They delegate when they need to. You know, so these are a lot of the, the things that come up when we think of being a leader. And you can lead in so many different roles. At work, you might be a leader. Maybe you're the leader of your organization. Maybe you're the CEO or the president. You're the leader of your company or organization. Maybe you're a manager, and so you lead your team. You lead your district. Maybe, and you play sports on a sports team. You're the captain of the team, or you're the, the, you know, the heartbeat of the team, the emotional leader of the team. Maybe you lead at home certain tasks that you lead. You take leadership on certain tasks in your home. You lead the financial conversations. You lead the cleaning. There's so many different ways that you lead. And at a very basic level, if you don't believe that you're a leader at all, at the very base level, you are leading yourself. And you are leading your life. And that's true even if you don't think it's true. And so those are the ideas of what it means to be a leader. Now, on the flip side, what does it mean to be a follower? A lot of common thoughts on being a follower are that a follower is a person who goes along with another person. They go along with the crowd, right? They don't really think for themselves. They kind of do what they're told. They might be, you might think a follower is a sheep, right? They just go along with others, blindly following what a more influential person or a more powerful person does or what they say. You might even think of that a follower is somebody who's incapable of making their own independent decisions. However, the truth is that great followership, being a great follower is highly, highly underrated. It's highly underrated because just as it takes skills, certain skills and traits to be a great leader, being a great follower also takes certain skills and certain traits that are unique to that position. So I want you to consider this. Every great leader that you can think of was at one point a great follower, right? 
And in order for the leader to get the outcome that they desire, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's whatever in life, in sports, in order for that leader to be able to galvanize other people to get the results that they want, they have to have great followers. Otherwise, you don't get those great results. If a great leader has crappy followers, guess what? You're going to get some crappy results. So in order for there to be great leadership and great results, you also have to have great followers. And so what I want to do is I want to re-script what being a follower is. Because to me, being a follower is really about being a student. It's about learning. It's about being a listener. It's about taking things in. It's about being very present. It's about paying attention. It's about learning and about taking instruction. That's what following really is. Assessment. And so where might you follow in that more powerful way or more empowering way? More empowering than sort of the old way that you looked at it. So where might you be a follower? Well, if you're a student in school, then you're a follower. You're following the instruction of your teachers and your professors. If you are somebody who plays sports and you have a coach, well, there you go. You're a follower. You're following the instruction and the coaching and the guidance of that coach. I have a couple of friends who practice martial arts, and over the weekend, they achieved their green belt. In order for them to accomplish getting their green belt, they were students to a master. They were followers of an expert. And in being a great follower, they were able to achieve great results. So you might also be following at your job. Maybe you're following the visionary leader of the company or the organization. And it's their vision and their passion that's moving things forward. And you get inspired by that and you follow their lead in that way. And then you take what you get from that visionary leader and you go and you make the decisions and you do the things that you need to do and you lead in those ways, but ultimately you are following that example. Or perhaps at home, maybe you follow the lead of your spouse or your partner. So there are so many ways that we lead and so many ways that we follow and neither is good nor bad. Everybody has their, their own unique mix. And so again, my point is that you want to have both, both leadership roles and both follower roles. It's a dance. And you're probably going to tend towards one or the other, right? You're going to lean towards being more of a leader or you're going to lean towards being more of a follower. One of those probably comes a little bit more naturally to you. And so I want you to identify what your ratio is. What do you think your ratio is right now of being a follower versus being a leader? For me, my ratio is I'm about 80% leader, about 20% follower. So I lead in a lot of different ways. And when I was reflecting on this, the examples of ways that I lead, it was easier for me to come up with examples of ways that I lead than ways that I follow. So for me, I lead when I'm coaching, when I'm doing transformation coaching, one-on-one work with people, when I'm doing balanced lifestyle coaching and I'm looking at their habits and building an effective and healthy lifestyle, when I'm podcast coaching and teaching people how to get their brands into podcasting and expand through podcasting, all of those things 
I'm teaching and I'm coaching and I'm leading. When I'm at home, there's certain areas of the home that I take lead on. I take lead on repairs and anything that's broken and things that need to be fixed up in the house. That's on me. I take lead typically in planning our trips, planning excursions, you know, booking places, booking hotels and flights. That's on me. I take lead in business and producing my podcasts. I produce multiple podcasts right now. And I take lead in growing my businesses. I take lead with your day balance game. I mentioned day earlier in the conversation and I take lead in some of the areas in the your day balance game and specifically in developing our app. We have a mobile app and for several years I've been taking lead with that. And then in my my family, you know, my extended family, I take lead in modeling what balanced principled centered living looks like. I take lead in the personal development in terms of walking these things out, like demonstrating what it looks like. I take lead in those areas. Now, I follow as well, of course, because I have a mix, 80-20. So I follow in the areas of being coached. I have a coach, right? And so from my coach, I seek feedback. I seek guidance. I want him to help me to spot my blind spots. Share with me things that I don't know that I don't know. And in general, just get some advice. So I follow in that area. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I also follow when I'm a member of certain groups in my community. Like when I'm attending accountability group meetings. You know, I'm following, I'm listening, I'm learning, I'm taking notes, I'm participating. But I'm not leading. I used to lead, but I don't lead those anymore. I'm now in the follower role. 
And then upon reflecting about this, I was like, you know, I'm also following when I'm being a student of personal development. There's a lot of, of books that I read, you know, over and over again and videos that I'll watch on YouTube that are around the, you know, personal development conversation. So when I'm learning from the wisdom of, you know, Stephen Covey or Louise Hay or Abraham Hicks or David Hawkins or Joe Dispenza, when I'm reading their books or watching their videos or listening to their podcasts, I'm a student. I'm learning. I'm following. So those are the the ways in which I lead and I follow. And I want to follow more. I, I see myself getting more into a 75-25 mix. And the reason I want to follow more is because when I'm following, it puts me in a position to practice humility. Right? I don't have all the answers when I'm in that following space, when I'm in that student space, that beginner mindset. I don't know all the things. And so that can be humbling for one, just like straight up, like my ego doesn't like not knowing. I sometimes feel frustration when I don't know how to do something. Like if I pick up a guitar and I'm supposed to play a song, I don't know how to play guitar, so that can be frustrating. But I, I, I like that sense of humility of, yeah, you don't know all the things because there are times when I can think that I know a lot. And so I like to check my ego in that way and to remind myself, no, you don't know a lot. Let's stay in the beginner mindset. You know, it keeps me expanding, keeps me growing. I also want to follow more because listening is such an important skill in life in general. And so many of my leadership roles have me in a position to speak and to direct and to delegate and to lead teams. And so when I'm being a follower, that means that I must practice listening and listening for what's not being said, like empathic listening. And that is a skill that as I continue to sharpen it, it benefits me in so many areas, in particular with relationships. Being able to listen has such a tremendous impact on your relationships. And so it's an area that I already feel strong in, yet there's always room to grow. And when I'm a follower, I get a chance to practice that. And lastly, I mentioned a little bit, but this whole idea of like, what I don't know, I don't know. You know, there's, imagine a pie, like a pie chart. And there's a little slice of that pie, a tiny little slice, maybe a 2% slice of what I know. And then maybe there's a 3% slice of what I don't know. Like the things I'm aware of that I know and the things that I'm aware of that I don't know. And then there's a huge slice, 95% of that pie, which is the things that I don't know that I don't know. And so when I'm following, I'm opening myself up to new ideas, things that I have never really thought of. I didn't even know that I didn't know these things. Being a follower can open, open me up to those new ideas, those new concepts. It can stretch my beliefs and stretch my perceptions. You know, I'll look at things in a way that I've never seen them before, never looked at them before, never thought about viewing life through that, from that angle. And what tends to happen when I'm in that space is I get a sense of, like a feeling of excitement. And then especially when new things click in or new skills finally click in, like let's say I was trying to learn how to play guitar and I finally got some chords that I've been struggling with. I get such an, a sense of excitement and confidence 
and, and supreme joy that comes when like I've grasped something new. And so those are all the reasons why I want to follow more. So I'm playing for that ratio to shift. And I, I would love by the end of this year for me to report that, yeah, I'm about a 75-25 now because I've made some specific decisions and put myself in some very specific follower roles and I've stuck with them. So I want you to ask yourself now, where do you lead? What's your list of areas in your life where you are currently the leader? Think big picture and think small as well. Where are you leading at home? Where are you leading at work? Where do you lead in your community? How do you lead yourself? Come up with that list. And then come up with your list of where you follow. In what ways are you a student, a learner? In what ways are you a mentee? In what ways are you being coached? Do you watch YouTube videos to learn how to do something better? Do you read books to learn how to do something better? Like, where is it that you put yourself in that position to follow and learn from others? And then arrive at your ratio, whatever it is. Arrive at your ratio. Once you have your ratio, my recommendation is that you look at whatever number is smaller and you think of ways on how you can increase it. That's what you want to do. Because one of those roles, leader or follower, is going to be more dominant for you. It's going to become it's going to come easier for you. You're going to be more comfortable with it. The other one is going to be a little bit more challenging. It's going to feel uncomfortable. And that, my friend, is where the growth opportunity is. And so that's the one you want to lean into. You're probably naturally going to take on more of the role that comes easy to you. So you don't really got to worry about that. The other one, you might actually try to get away from. So again, for me, that follower role is not as natural. And when I reflected on my, for myself, I realized, yeah, you know what? I don't have as many roles where I'm strictly there to learn and be a student and to be led. And so figure it out for you. And whatever one is the less dominant, lean into it. So if you tend towards following, then ask yourself, how can I lead more? How can I become a greater leader? Are there leadership positions at your job that you could take on? Maybe you're already considering it, but it feels intimidating, so you kind of shy away. Or maybe there's areas in your household that are being neglected, like nobody's leading it, and you could step in and take leadership over that area in your house or that area in your neighborhood or that area in your community because no leader has stepped up yet and maybe you can step in and take the lead on that. Or maybe there's an area at home or at work or in your community where you were supposed to be the leader, but you kind of let go of the reins a little bit. You said at one point, yeah, I'll lead this, or it was given to you and you never really embraced it. So how can you get back into that leadership position and, and embrace being a leader there a little bit more? Or maybe there's a leader in your life who's currently overwhelmed. They've taken on too much leadership work. Maybe they don't know how to delegate well. And what you can do is go to them and say, hey, I would like to take this from you. How can I support you by taking some of your leadership responsibilities and I'll take them over? That's a great way to lean more into leadership. Lastly, if you're struggling with this one, 
ask yourself, how can you lead your life more powerfully as an individual? How can you lead your health more powerfully? And take a look at your body vehicle. Remember, there's five wheels in the body vehicle, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and social. And you can add in there a sixth, which is sexual, because the sexual shows up in all the other areas. So how can you lead yourself more powerfully in any one of those areas? Which one of those areas are you neglecting? You're probably neglecting one or two of them. And so how can you step in and take charge over your life, take charge over your habits? These are ways that you can lean into leadership if that doesn't come naturally to you. On the flip side, if you, if you tend towards leadership, then how can you follow more? How can you follow? How can you let go of some of the things you're, you're doing? How can you draw back into that listening mode, that student mode, that you know, soaking things up mode? Can you delegate at work? Can you pick up a new hobby or new interest? Can you get into that beginner's mindset? Right? Maybe there's something that you could learn that would actually help you in your leadership roles. For example, one of the things that I want to learn and get better at is marketing my podcasts. I'm really great at creating the content, not so strong at the marketing piece yet. So I want to be a follower of somebody who's very strong at that piece. And I want to learn and I want to humble myself and I want to improve because being a follower in that area is going to help me be a greater leader in the other area. So think about that for you. Where can you follow where it actually has the benefit of enhancing who you are as a leader? Remember, both of these are important. You want both to be happening. And, you know, there's, like I said at the top of the episode, there's so many different people in the, in the, in the personal development world who are going to just like shove leadership down your throat. But you got to have both. You got to have both. Because remember that quote from Aristotle, he who cannot be a good follower cannot be a good leader. And if a great leader wants to have great results, they need to have great followers. So that means you yourself needs to be able to, you need to be able to, to, to play in both worlds, the world of the follower and the world of the leader. So what is your mix? Figure that out. Figure out your ratio of following to leading. And what are the skills and the capabilities that you need to develop in order to become greater at whatever role you need to, to bolster up, whichever role is not dominant. That's your task. That's the homework. If you want some additional accountability over this, then share with me what your leader versus follower ratio is. Email me and tell me what actions that you're going to take to shift the ratio in the direction that you want to move it in. Once again, my email is matthew at matthewbivens.com. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I really dig that you chose to spend this time thinking about your leadership and your followership and overall just examining and exploring how you can have it all and live your abundant, loving life. That's what we are here to do and that's what this podcast is all about. I appreciate you. I love you. My name is Matthew Bivens and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. 
My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.